Okay, I'm, I'm gonna stop right there <laughs> because you're nasty. Yo, <laughs> what do you have to say? I mean, you gotta live beyond <laughs> your means, right? Oh, we have the gigglies. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, we have the gigglies, but um, what what happened to you today? What's been going on with you? I don't know. Just slipping life, you know, chilling. Chilling like a villain, top down, no ceiling. Top, no ceiling. You know, I know that's right. <laughs> can you guys hear, can you guys guess the voice that is here? You probably don't even know. Because pro- I'm changing my voice up and, down, and um, down. You guys probably don't know the voice that's here because she doesn't, this is her first time on the show by herself. Right. Oh my God. So long. I've been, it's been a while. <laughs> Why has it been so long? I don't even know. Just letting you do your thing, you know? Can't just interrupt your thing. <laughs> Would you like to be featured on the show more? Maybe. You <laughs> but, know. you know, this is not my thing to just I talk know. on the mic like this. But it's, it's I different. Always, I always figured that I don't invite you to the show much. Because when I first started, remember, I used to always have an audience yeah. at my house. There was always... Literally, when I first started the This Is 30 podcast, like there was always 100 people in my house every episode. Right. Like, literally. <laughs> and then distractions. Yeah, and it was it was cool, but then it got a little bit overwhelming. And then I felt like when we caught our groove, like me and James, when mm-hmm. we caught our groove, it was okay. Because I feel like when you're starting, sometimes like um, it's cool to have all the energy around right, you because right. everybody's laughing, having a good time. But then I feel like we caught our groove and we we could find the groove without the audience. Right, right. Um, but it's definitely funner to record a pod when there's tons of people yeah, around. Yeah, it is. Um, so much energy. Everybody saying something and talking at the same time. Right. Only thing I don't like is the noise. Um, oh, yeah. And that's the last time everybody was here. Do you remember that episode? The time it we was all in the out. summer <laughs> yeah. and y'all thought I was going to cry. <laughs> yeah. We were like, let's go, let's go we, outside. Well, that's because usually when y'all are here, when y'all were here at the audience, y'all usually be quiet. And y'all usually just, y'all laugh <laughs> when stuff is funny on the show right. and that's it. That day... Everybody was carrying on 900 different conversations <laughs> in the background. It was a lot going on. It was horrible. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was like in July when we got those Because it wasn't the summertime, I remember. Yeah, it was, it was outside in the front. It was in the summertime. Um, but, yeah. Welcome to the This Is 30 Podcast. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. I'm your host, Jernique. This is the This Is 30 Podcast. Again, like I just said, shout out to all of you that are on your way to work, coming home from work, waking up, you know, chilling in bed, waking up with your main, your side, <laughs> or your something else. I don't know. <laughs> um, um, doing whatever it is you do, taking the kids to school or whatever it is. Um, that gets your Monday started. Your Mondays come back like this. Quick. Like, man, why are, I mean, happy Monday, though. But why are Mondays so. A drag. They're a drag. I, I hope that this is 30, uh, that this is 30 podcast makes your Mondays better, though. I really do. But I have a guest here. My nearest and dearest friend, Shirley with the Curlies. Shout out to everybody listening. Uh, That's so cool saying that, right? (laughs) (laughs) Shirley got the giggles, yo. Cheryl's on the pod. Cheryl's on the pod. Yes, yes. I'm so excited she's um, here. Me and Cheryl's kind of had like a very uh, adventurous day today. Yes, we did. We went to church. Mm -hmm. We went to church for the... Is this your first time going to church since the pandemic? Um before christmas yes okay okay um this is my second time i went easter and then that's it Mm -hmm. um and church was really good we went to christ church in montclair um they finally opened back church open back they finally opened up (laughs) church again and you don't have to register anymore yeah Um, that was a mess yeah i never even wanted to try to do that because i felt like it would be hard it It was actually because when i did it in easter it was sold out completely Mm. so i had to go to a different church yeah that day i figured i figured that would happen because their church is really popular but the service was good today and then we went to excuse me (laughs) um we went to lunch yeah we went to breakfast i guess Mm -hmm. brunch at chit chat diner and chit chat diner was nice except our waiter he wasn't the greatest um but whatever 
Um, so yeah, I'm so happy to have Shirley on the show. We're gonna talk about some good things. We're gonna get into some good, some good topics. I'm hoping that I can I can let her purge. <laughs> I can get her to purge on the That's show because um, I'm excited to hear um, her perspective. I'm 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 excited to hear her perspective on many things. Um, so you haven't been on the show since GPS was on the show, right? And that was probably a year or plus ago. Yes. Um, but I did want to talk to you because about a month ago, mm-hmm. you had your first event. Yes, I did. Uh, channel Your Inner Style by Cheryl's with the Curls. Yes, yes. Um, it was a beautiful show. Oh, Since you. you're here, <laughs> I can give you your flowers in front of you, even though I already told you. But um, it was such an awesome show. And anybody who was there, like, it was beautiful. It was a great event. Yes. A- especially for your, f- and I don't. I'm not saying this to, like, I hope it doesn't sound demeaning, but for your first event, right. it was because, you know, the first event could go left or right. Yes, absolutely. Like and for the for your first time, I just felt like it was bomb. Like there were no hiccups. Wow. There were no like issues. I thought that was great. Like, I don't know. I'm just proud of you. So thank how, you how, so much. You know, I'm so honored that you even said that to me. <laughs> I just feel so warm. And so I just hearing you saying that you're proud of me. Because um, it's been a long road and <laughs> journey. But I'm just happy that I, the fashion show came out really great. A lot of people were telling me how th- for, this is your first show. Like I'm like, wow, this has came out really great. I, I had a lot of great feedbacks. Even after, it's been three weeks already right now. And people are still com- complimenting me telling me how well I did. Keep going. Don't stop right there. I'm like, no, it's, it's, this yeah, is just a, <laughs> only the first. I'm going to continue however long I want to take. So right. I'm just ready. So, um... Is this something that you want to start doing yearly? Yes, yes. Okay. I want to continue. I don't want to stop here. Why start and not finish? You right, know? right. And and why did you want to do? I I know why, but tell the listeners why you wanted to pursue this fashion show or why you wanted. Like, what were the reasons behind you? You know, doing this. Well, I love fashion. Um, I just love seeing everything how while it comes together seeing people actually showing their talents so i wanted to bring this up bring a platform for a lot of designers and models and different artists that want to you know showcase their talent where they can't do it anywhere else so i decided to do this and as well as i was doing this um, i wanted to open a platform to help the community mm-hmm. and that's what i did to, to help my aunt alita um, with her foundation with right? her foundation okay. so that i was able to help her and donate some money and that's going to help a long way because they don't really have that much in haiti right so it her foundation helps uh underprivileged kids yes. in haiti in haiti in school oh. with clothes food um they they source resources that they don't have okay. so they they that's they, great mm-hmm. when you could when you could like um when you can fill your heart by doing something you're passionate about but also fill another purpose mm-hmm. in the same realm. you know realm that's pretty that's pretty awesome that's dope, yes. um so like is there any takeaways you have from your event um like what did you learn i guess or actually i'll ask you this what were some pros like some good things that you learned um, after your event was over or even just during the process of planning, et cetera, et cetera? Well, the pros I would say is always be willing to ask um, questions. You never know who will actually will be want to be a part of something mm. you don't even know. Because I, I actually was able to ask the auto models and the designers, and I don't even know them. Mm. <laughs> I just met them probably at a different fashion show, and I seen, seen their work. I was like, ooh. Um. Cool to for somebody else. Right, You'll right. be looking at yourself thinking, damn, this my first, and somebody is dying to be on your platform. That's so true. Somebody's dying to the day. follow directions. Show, when it comes listen, to, y'all don't follow. When it comes follow. to social media, you y'all better not do that at the podcast. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, y'all better not do that. You can put all the information <laughs> out there for them. They still ask you questions. And then, um, Shirley <laughs> said you cannot pay at the door. You cannot pay at the Everybody door. Everybody <laughs> came to the door. What's Paying. the cash at? What's the What's cash, the cash at? At? Can What's I pay in cash? cash? Can I pay? 
terrible. But even then, I just decided to open some of my, my Eventbrite, a few. Right. Like, at least five at a time. And then each time I did open it up a little bit, it, it would sell it, out. It would sell out. I'm mm-hmm. like, wow, this is amazing. I'm like, I don't want to overbook it. And then I got to pay extra. Well, actually, I did have to pay a little extra after. But it was okay because I had to get an extra time to set up. Okay. But um, that's neither there. But, like, um, I don't like the fact that people are wearing wearing things advertising in my show without even asking my permission. Mm. Because with that, you have to pay for that. You can't just, you know, blur it out there and say, you know, you're going to promote something and you're not, you didn't say anything to me. You're going to do that. So okay. that that's a no-no. <laughs> so you feel like maybe next time you want to be stricter with, like, your policies? Yes, yes. Well, crazy thing, I, I, I passed out all contracts to all the designers and and my models, they were had they had to sign it to mm-hmm. be a part of my show, but for for some reason I don't know why I didn't I missed out on, on a few people, and I'm like wow why didn't I do that because mm. then I, I could have avoided that right but it's okay so it's a living living and learning situation so and I would just like to because okay for me I just feel like um if I'm doing I'm just gonna play devil's advocate mm-hmm. if I'm doing my friend a solid right. and I'm at a show and you know I know there's gonna be a lot of people there can't I use that as a, a opportunity to network or to showcase absolutely and if I have a, a platform to speak on something to speak on that yes you can if it's spoken about if you okay. just decide to do on your own thing you're gonna take everything and do it mind you I pay for the show you okay. didn't pay nothing I can give you the platform, absolutely, and showcase whatever you want to do. But you have to like, make a conversation because this, this is a business at oh. the end of the day. I know. It's, <laughs> if, it, <laughs> if you don't got the coin. <laughs> get your coins up. <laughs> Shirley said if you don't got the coin or if you got the coin, we can have a conversation. Right. This um, ain't no freebie. <laughs> okay. All right. So I understand that. Um, what I will say is that um, I think that... Uh, what do you think about like, because I feel like your event and any event that anybody does, you know, we know a lot of DJs, we know a lot mm-hmm. of promoters, we know a lot of people who work for the love of events, right. like they put on parties, they put on other things, et cetera, et cetera. And to me, that's a form of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. Like you're getting to your bag because right. uh, I guess that you have built a foundation where like, uh, people know that you provide a vibe right or right. people pro- people know that you provide a um you just could provide excellence in whatever realm it is um what do you think about women in that field because i don't there's not many like even when i'm talking about i i feel like the female empowerment thing came and went mm-hmm. it's still around but that was popular for a little while but i feel like women don't really exist in this space as wow. much as like the male DJs we know and yes, party promoters. That's so true. I mean, there there are um, a lot of females out there, but I guess they don't, you know, promote them as much as as a male. They rather a male doing the work. They think you know that's their job. <laughs> Do you think that um, women should like tap in more yes. into doing stuff like it, this? If, if it's your passion, I, I think go go for it. Don't just you know stop because it's, that's the male role as doing a, a videography or for photography or even DJing. Right. Woman could do the same thing. I'm trying to be a DJ. Hey. Before let <laughs> me tell thing. y'all something. Before I be before I be before <laughs> I um am forty, I'm gonna be a trained DJ. Go and I'm letting it. y'all know that. And don't worry, it's not gonna be like a whole Rockefeller oh, set. No GJ when JC. Um it's not gonna be a whole Rockefeller set. It's I'm gonna give you the tunes. Okay. I'm gonna give you the tunes and my name is gonna be DJ Nikki Nick. Oh, okay, Nikki Nikki. <laughs> Nikki Nikki. <laughs> the the my name is gonna be DJ Nikki Nick. Look for me at a party near you. Hey. Look for look for me because that's my next that's my next Get goal. Get your bookings at Nikki Nikki. <laughs> DJ Nikki. Um okay, so from entrepreneurship, I kind of also wanted to talk to you about financial literacy because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, uh we put on events um to provide a vibe for the people, to provide people with other um, things um, to enjoy other than their typical party or mm-hmm. their typical whatever. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's people getting money out money, here. You money. feel me? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of y'all. <laughs> it's a lot of y'all scamming these people for tickets. Yes, if I could do the same thing, I'd uh, be rich. <laughs> um, but 
uh, what I will say is that financial literacy is not something that is, I don't want to say it's not taught, but maybe it's not taught to us. It wasn't. I didn't learn none of this in high school or middle school. I think in middle school, you should be able to learn these things growing up. That way you could, you know, know the difference of credit and how to save. Like a lot of people don't know that. I didn't know that nothing about that until now. I'm at this age and I'm learning it right now. Girl. And it's sad. It, it's very sad. And what I found out is my, my twin brother and sister, when they were in high school, mm-hmm. financial literacy, they went to union. And I will say that union did develop classes that they had to take about mm. Of, of finances so there was something where they had like a bank account it was all fake That's, but they good. had a bank account and they had to do certain things etc cetera, etc cetera. but i don't think a lot of us were taught about financial literacy how to use money how to make money that it's okay to make money right. um and it's okay to get paid for your for whatever you do well. Yeah. Um, because I'm I'm talking about that because I'm going to bring it to females. But just in general, I just I don't know if that's a black thing or a foreign thing. But I do think that our parents need to do a better job of talking to us about money and how to spend money and what not to do so that the end of our 20s or the beginning of our 30s aren't spent repairing mm-hmm. all the stuff we messed up when we were in our early 20s or mid 20s but i feel like we already are have to pick up where we messed up in the 20s because i didn't learn nothing through my mom i can't say you know she told me anything about financial literacy what right. to do i learned it to through school right or friends or knew, right on your own more than i did but that's what i'm saying i feel like they need to learn or, I mean, thank God, I guess we have more information because mm-hmm. when it comes to our kids, we will teach them right. better and we will talk to them about certain things. Like, I know my sister with her kids, she's very transparent about debt and credit and things like that. And the type of energy my nieces and nephews have, they're like, yeah, I want to go to school, but I don't want to accrue debt. Right. Like, so they're, they have that knowledge of what they want to do. And I feel like they're willing to take other routes to get to a a successful ending just as long as it doesn't put them in a bind financially. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's great. That is I, great. I think that's really great. Um, in addition to us, uh, and I want, I do want to also talk about, um, well, I don't, I don't want to talk about that yet, <laughs> but what I will say is in addition to, um, financial literacy, like in general, I think women are on the bottom of the totem when it comes to financial literacy really? they, I, so? I feel like men are taught more than women mm. to what to do with their money or what to do with their money not to say that we all kind of weren't asked out as a whole but i do think that men are talked to about flipping houses mm. and doing all that stuff stocks and tri- like every time i if, let me tell you if there's any females that know a lot about money and stocks or whatever the case may be, holla at me because I would Seriously. love to learn you. But I typically to have to, to learn these houses. things from men. Right. I have to learn them from men. And I don't know if that's a societal construct because like women are supposed to be caretakers. We're supposed mm-hmm. to be in the house. We, we're not really supposed. But I need it to be equal across the board. Oh, yes. I got money just like homeboy got money. And we could all mind, do some things. Mind you, women are actually making more money than men now these days surely we, we, we don't said know. It's not me <laughs> but we're not learning a lot of things when it comes right. to financial literacy which right. is sad right um i i would love to attend like a uh and i i think i've seen some of them mm-hmm. but like women and money conferences and mm-hmm. stuff like that where like girls could just teach because the medium is the message mm-hmm. and i know like that's and I, it's not outdated, but yeah, the medium is the message. So I'm not saying I don't, I, I haven't received great information from men about finances. Mm-hmm. I have, but when, if I got it from a girl, let me tell you, I feel like <laughs> I would open. just be so excited, you know, to mm-hmm. the person giving you the information. Sometimes it just makes it all the best. Right. You, you um, absorb the information differently. Cause it's your, it's a girl telling you, mm-hmm. she's going to know some of your weaknesses like shopping or, um, you know, she's going to know how much CVS, money. a trip to CVS <laughs> costs to buy pads. Like where right. you, you think like, 
like, damn, I ain't, I didn't account for that. I spent twenty dollars on pads. Just mm-hmm. got my period. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I I think that would be dope. So if y'all know about any financial literacy conferences or, um people out there who teach women specifically women teaching women about money i would love to hear about it and i think that we should do not we but the world should do a better job at um marketing towards men and women when it comes to finances i actually seen a meme um basically talking about credit how like um if you have a child like just basically spend on the money and then I'm, i'm probably saying it wrong but like um Make sure you pay off all the debt, and then that way their credit um, increases. I don't know if you've seen that before. So if you uh, say it again, if you have a child, if you have a child, and you pay off, you know, pay off on time for the credit. That way, they, um, their credit increases. So by the time they reach eighteen, their credit already already at eight hundred. Oh, get or them. So get the child a, a credit card, right. And use it and pay it off so that that when they're eighteen, they could have credit. Right, right. right. Okay, so they're not starting like where at the bottom or something. Right, where they usually say, um, "You don't have any credit. You mm-hmm. can't do this." Oh, okay, I guess that would be cool. Um, I mean, that's a great rate to start. I guess. Right. I guess I don't know how young does a child have to be in order to get like a credit card in their name or something. I don't even know, to be honest. Because I feel like they can have bank accounts, but I don't know about Mm -hmm. credit. Whatever would help them build credit, Mm -hmm. I don't know how young they have to be. I I mean, mean, old they have to be. I mean, you would have to probably put it in your name until they reach a certain age. Then you just switch it off to their name. Okay. So you just change it after after some time. Yeah, that sounds like it could work. Um, All right. So that's financially literacy and... um, you know, streams of streams of income. Listen, I I when it comes to like having multiple streams of income, I am I'm about it, about it. I want to have several streams of income. I work a regular job. I work a part time job. Even and let me tell you, even with my regular job, I work part time jobs within my regular job. Mm. I teach after school. I teach. I'm teaching summer school. I do writing and curriculum for the summer. Every time I got paid, you <laughs> heard me? Every time I'm getting paid because I need multiple streams. I have a part-time job and, you know, at first I, I like I have a security guard actually that works at my job and he's always talking to me about <laughs> me working and I love him to death. I don't mean that negatively, but I like him because we have good conversation, but he'll always say to me, he'll be like, you're not going to be here for long. And I'm looking at I this. I mean, he probably telling the truth because he's working as a security guard. Nothing wrong with it, but. But when he says that, for me, I just feel like you are assuming that I'm here and it's a burden for mm. me. It's not. I'm getting paid. <laughs> getting, I'm getting paid. You're just trying to hustle I'm getting on the side. paid. I don't need this money. It's a plus for me. I'm loud. Um, <laughs> I don't need this money. I like it. It helps me to balance out. Like it helps me to not touch my savings. I could, if I want to go on a trip, I could work mm-hmm. this shift and move this here. If I want to pay for some gifts and not touch any of my regular jobs income, I could do that there. Mm-hmm. That's what it's helping me do. So like, and also putting up money up for emergency funds. Too. Exactly. You never know what could happen. So like it helps me, my side job helps me to do that. I don't look at my side job. Of course, nobody wants, we all don't want to go to work. If I had a choice, what? I would sit down on my couch and chill, but it honestly going to my side job doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. It's not, and it's not something where I look at it like, Oh my gosh, I can't wait till I'm done. When I'm done paying off the last two, big debts that i have i may just go there for fun because i i don't have anything to do in the time that i'm there like and my side job is helping me lose weight if we want to be serious i haven't i haven't gained weight in three months bro i'm not and i haven't been gaining weight (laughs) huh i'm gaining weight i haven't i haven't i haven't been working out uh regularly i'll start working out then i'll stop blah 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 but because i'm always moving on Mm. my feet at my side job that's 20 hours a week that normally i would be at home sitting on my couch Mm -hmm. watching tv or sitting eating (laughs) like doing something i'm at work moving around moving my body so like i don't know when the end is for me but i don't look at my part-time job like it's a burden and i also don't of course i have goals but i don't look at it like 
who I can't wait till this is paid off so mm-hmm. I could leave this job. I'm not looking at it like that. Right. For now, it's extra income and I got the time for it. Maybe when I have a kid, maybe when I get married, I'll be like, all right, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't have so the time for so it anymore. So you prefer anymore. to live at home while your husband's working? That'll be ideal. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be ideal, but I don't mind I'll working. I'll probably get bored trying to be home all the time. Yeah. I don't know if I could be a housewife. Listen housewife ain't no joke (laughs) my sister is always on the go my sister has been a stay-at-home mom for probably my nephew is 16 so i would say probably for 14 or 13 years when she got out the military Mm -hmm. she's been a stay-at-home mom and kudos to her it's not easy (laughs) she has five kids it's not easy you're always on the go all her kids are homeschooled at that so like she's a teacher she's a mom she's a wife she it's just she's a driver she's jack, like jack of all trades literally <laughs> and my sister was able to get her bachelor's her master's wow. start a business write a book hadassah yeah. and the question mark butterfly go mm. get it on amazon <laughs> um so i i wouldn't mind being a stay-at-home mom at, at least for like i don't know how close my kids are gonna be but like for at least the first two three years mm-hmm. if i have them back to back maybe the first five years and then i could go back to work and i wouldn't even mind like teaching a class online i mean that's easy i think it's easy to do that at home yeah that's what school. i'm saying mm-hmm. so um yeah you know if you want me to be a stay if you're looking for a stay-at-home wife <laughs> holla at your girl um, but I, I also think that I would probably in the long run, I would get bored because I like to move. Right. I like to I, I like still. to be busy. Mm-hmm. I do like to be busy. But all I was I don't know how we got here, but I think we were talking about like turning your passions or extra streams of income. Mm-hmm. So um, I've always talked about um, I don't make money off of the views or the listens I get to for Mm -hmm. this is 30. I don't have like a sponsor. I don't. So there's no, so these live shows do help to kind of, I, I, but I, sometimes I feel guilty because I, I don't know why I go through that, uh, uh, feeling. I feel like, you know, like, damn, like, like I, if I had, I don't, I don't know if I would, throw free events but if i if i really wasn't thinking like that i would just be like hey everybody just come, come through, just come through, come through. let's pull just, up on me. just pull up on me <laughs> um let's just have a blast but i know that business is business mm-hmm. and when you're building something you have to treat it as such right so like if i'm building something and people enjoy the content i create i feel like if i'm if i'm if i'm um providing a vibe the same way because we really go to parties and stand Mm -hmm. around and they listen to the same Same 30 songs that we listened to the last time Mm -hmm. we was at the party so it's really not that much different i just want to get out of that mentality that um charging people not irately but charging people at a at a A decent decent price Mm -hmm. a decent price for your passion or for your business or for an event you're throwing is okay. Right. Because that is something that I, I sometimes struggle with. Okay. Like I would love Shirley looking at me like, girl, it wasn't <laughs> no. no problem for me to it charge. Wasn't. I, I, if you love what you do, like I know people going to support you regardless. Don't let that money be the issue. Why you can't, you know, do something. Just go for it. Take the risk. Life is about the risk you take it. The risk you don't take, it will smooth. But it's charging people that's making but me sad. But people spend money all the time. You go out outside, it's like two hundred dollars already. An <laughs> they're hour. Standing, they're standing outside. So I'm why not you. pay fifteen dollars or twenty to you know support somebody, somebody, your friends, or somebody that you, or something that you love, especially listening to your podcast. It's something great. Right. A lot of people listen to it. Yeah, I need to really. Um, I need to formulate that mentality. I have it a little bit, but then I don't have it. So I, that's something I definitely struggle with. Mm-hmm. Um, um, but yeah, but you can also su- be surprised that for those who don't support you too at the same time, right? You you watching? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like mm, okay, right? <laughs> I see right. you go. go ahead. Right. I don't but, know if you're gonna catch me the next time to support you, but right, you know. And I'm like a, I feel like I'm a big supporter of people. I uh, love yeah, to I support, support. I don't even have to flaunt it to support yeah, you. Yeah, like I'm I don't care it. to do that. The whole the world don't need to know about it but like i love when i see especially my peers mm-hmm. like when i see my peers doing big things mm-hmm. i love it when i see my peers doing big things i'm just like damn that's great that's great i don't care if i buy your product once 
five times, I must try my best and support, you know, um, because it's a great thing. But I do want to talk about when it comes to supporting uh, certain businesses, they be overcharging stuff. Mm. Like, I don't mind supporting you, supporting you but if you doing like $50 for a meal or something like that when I could just go to McDonald's. I'm not saying McDonald's. But I'm just <laughs> not McDonald's. Uh, Wendy's. <laughs> I don't know. was <laughs> something. But you know, you could spend there and they're not charging you a big price. Right. You spend right. the same amount, $6 or 10 Right. And then so you think people should just be reasonable, reasonable. with their costs. Yes. Now, I feel like something we should understand I agree with what you're saying. It's just that I feel like the cost that a corporation makes th- things is a little cheaper than somebody, a one man band. Right. Like, but it still can't, shouldn't be outrageous. Right. And it they don't just, you know, throw shade on, on your means. It's people not supporting you. Right. Your closest right. friends are not supporting you. Right. That's a no, no. Um, I feel that. Um, okay. So, um, before we move on to the next topic, um, I'm a transition from this to love. And I was talking about me being, you know, wanting to support my peers. And I just want to give a shout out to uh, Anthony. Shout Anthony. To Congratulations. I, I wanna, yeah, I want to give a shout out. This is the love below <laughs> on the This Is 30 podcast. I want to give a shout out to Anthony Luther's. Anthony Luther's. I'm a, I'm, I know I'm already saying I'm not going to cry and I'm not going to cry. But Anthony Luther's is my brother from another mother. Aww. I've known Anthony Luther since I was five years old and we literally grew up together. His mother was my I, he's been on the pod and I feel mm. like I've said this. His mother was my first grade teacher. My mother was his mother's hairstylist. We were like always finding ourselves with each Mm -hmm. other when his when my mom would do like house calls he would come to my house Mm -hmm. my mom would be doing his mom's hair in the kitchen me and him would be hanging out when my mom couldn't make it from the salon early enough to pick me up Mm -hmm. his mom she was my first grade teacher she didn't have to she would take me home because we lived like very close to each Mm -hmm. other in east orange she would take me home i would eat dinner at his house we would hang out we would fight um (laughs) we would play but i i literally I love Anthony to death and seeing him get married. He's the first mm. of in my close circle oh. of friends, of peers. That's nice. I'm trying to think like, and I'm talking about somebody I've known since this young. He's the first in my peers that I've seen get married. And when I tell you, for somebody with divorced parents who were mm-hmm. divorced before I even knew what marriage was, they divorced when I was three. For him who... His parents weren't together. Mm-hmm. To see that, to see that is like a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful it's thing. A, love is a beautiful it thing. Is. And like, it was just magical. I'm just so happy for him. Like, I'm very speechless, but it it does something to you when you you see your peers. Mm-hmm. Like one of your peers, somebody you've known since itty bitty, really take that step. From a boy and, to uh, a man. And from wow. a boy to a man. And, and. You know, we we always expect it for our homegirls. Mm-hmm. Like I'm waiting on GPS to start <laughs> to start, to... Uh, you know, shaking the block and <laughs> and getting block, and getting proposed to. But it was nice to see him get married. So congratulations good. to him and his beautiful wife, Katina. They're in St. Lucia right now. Living on, it up. You know, living it up. Congratulations to them. I'm so, so happy for them. This um, is a wedding season for real. It a, lot is. Of, a lot of people getting married, uh, proposals baby showers it's, it's, it's lovely yeah the summer is always that type of vibe that is true. and i feel like this summer is going to be an influx because a lot of people had to push back yeah, from last so summer mm-hmm. um but yeah shout but out to all you people too? in love <laughs> yeah. huh i said people are saving money too yeah, from last yeah. Year. they are but shout out to all you people that are in love in healthy relationships yes. uh having we need babies to see that a lot more yeah we need to see healthy relationships there are there are a lot, mm-hmm. but you know we are also lacking. The streets are also that's lacking true, healthy true. love. Um, so um, as we transition into love talk, mm-hmm. um, I wanted to talk to you about some love. love. Can I do that? Go ahead. All right. Ready. First, are you single or are you in a relationship? I'm single. Are you for the streets or are you for the block? <laughs> neither. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. Neither. Oh, you're for neither. Mm-hmm. What are you for? The courtyard? <laughs> yeah, the courtyard. <laughs> the, the garden. <laughs> <laughs> you for yeah, the garden. The garden. Not the streets or the block. <laughs> All right. I like that. I'm for I'm for the garden. You know what? 
water me and watch me grow baby yes like please um that's all we want that's That's all we want all you gotta do is sprinkle a little bit of water (laughs) y'all keep giving us henny we don't want henny we want water (laughs) nah i want henny (laughs) give me some henny and a water on the side But we need the water to grow. So, yeah, like Shirley said, give us the honey. But the The problem is all y'all want to do is give us the honey. Y'all don't want to give us the water Mm -hmm. and the honey. Yes. And the water is essential to many things. It's essential to growth. Mm -hmm. It's essential for it's essential to no hangovers. It's essential to talk about purifying the body. Mm -hmm. Y'all like the double entendres, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. If you don't get it, I can't (laughs) help you. I I really can't help you. But okay, Shirley, back to serious stuff. Mm -hmm. You are single. I am. um, And you are for the garden, Mm -hmm. not the streets. Um, So do you think that we only deserve our equals? So I'm going to elaborate before I have you answer. It is often said that you have, um, if you have all these requirements, um, you need to be clear on what you're also bringing to the table. Mm -hmm. So yeah, in that respect, do you think that we only deserve our equals or do we we only deserve somebody who matches what we can bring to the table? I I do agree that you you should have somebody for your equal because you need somebody to balance you out so let's say you know you, you you're not feeling well one day he's he, he's there for you to balance you out help you out and feed you or you know get you know medicines for you but i don't know how everybody works but for me i think it's it's great to balance each other out okay so balancing each other out would be equal mm-hmm. i guess it would be equal okay so the reason I ask this is because I feel like sometimes our partners, so balance, the thing about balancing it, balancing something out is I'm going to do a math, mm-hmm. some math computations. Eight plus two is 10. Right. Those two figures mm-hmm. balance each other out, mm-hmm. but they're not equals. Mm-hmm. Five plus five is 10. Those two balance each other out. Mm-hmm. Four plus six is 10, et cetera, et cetera. Now, there are many ways to get to 10. Right. My question is, does it always have to be five plus five? Because when I hear now, I to be honest, I agree that we have to have our equals. If you asking for certain stuff, you should be able to provide certain stuff. Mm-hmm. However, I do think that there are some situations and there are some conditions where it might be a three and a seven Mm. and sometimes the three needs you because it could be something traumatic that happened in Mm -hmm. their life Mm -hmm. it could be something that they suck at due to due to something it could be something so i i like i don't necessarily always believe that you only deserve your equal some people were not given the tools to meet you where you are that don't mean that they're unlovable that doesn't mean that they're that doesn't mean that they don't deserve you especially if you love them you can't be looking at everything on paper like are they really my equal and i'll say this because somebody sent me a video Mm -hmm. um and the video was Kevin Samuels, oh somebody <laughs> talking to Kevin Samuels. And Kevin Samuels said um, the lady was saying that she didn't want to have sex until she was married. And that. she had two kids mm-hmm. and he was basically chewing her out and telling her, oh. you ain't make the other guys wait. You got two kids. You never been married. And in my mind, I felt like so if she chooses today that she no longer wants to have sex with somebody she is not married to, that is her prerogative. And that doesn't mean that a man is allowed to talk to her disrespectfully or tell her you don't deserve that because you already got kids. Maybe the fact that she had two kids and she wasn't married and she saw the turmoil that that might have caused for her. Mm. Not to say that that's everybody's story, but maybe she saw what that caused for her and she said, you know what? Yeah, I don't want to do this. If I lay down with somebody else, I want to be in a relationship or I want to be married. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But there's a lot of people like Kevin Samuels and other people who feel like 
girl, don't switch up the energy now. Right. <laughs> don't switch up the energy now. You already got two kids. What's the point? And I don't think. I think a lot of men think like that. If you have two kids, why not? Let's do this. Get it over with. I think that's but sad, then, though. But the men just up and leave after that. That's what I'm. That's like, what she knows. Right. And she know it because she got two kids. She, she's trying to avoid that. So right. She just want to have somebody for the long run. So I I bring up that example to kind of just say that in that uh, in that scenario, mm. perhaps she's not looking for her like to somebody you would be looking like. That's not her equal. Mm -hmm. Like, she's making somebody wait. She got two kids. He got to worry about being a father to two kids. And then he got to... Or whatever. I know that's, like, not as specific as I want it to be. But I just feel like... That doesn't mean she doesn't deserve somebody who's willing to wait for her. Right. That doesn't... The fact that she has two kids doesn't mean that. And I don't know if we always... desire are equal maybe maybe she don't have a degree and maybe you have the bomb ass degree but maybe you being in her life will inspire her and encourage her to Go feel like damn a, a i can do this too mm-hmm. i can do this too and that can work in any element of life whether it be job school car um home finances i feel like sometimes the balance is not always a plus plus. Sometimes mm-hmm. it could be a negative plus. So if it's a negative plus, it, she not gonna be your equal, or he's not gonna be your equal. That's true. I don't know. I mean, you said it perfectly well. Than uh, I did. So uh, <laughs> I yeah. can't really say much about that. But Kevin Samuel, something different. I tell you, <laughs> he's not even married. So who is yeah. he to say something? Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, my next question is: Do you think that we attract what we are? So you are, oh, let me back up. You are single. Yes. How would you describe the dating life? Jean always calls dating a war zone. It is a war zone. It's hard out here. It's not easy to date now compared to back in the day. Back in the day when you was two? Uh, Yeah. What you know about dating back in the day? We always, why do we say that? Like we was, like we was out here dating. I feel like it was so much easier. You mean when we were younger? When we was younger. I didn't have to try so hard to talk to a guy versus now. I feel like I'm like pushing to talk to a guy or guys not even trying to be Mm -hmm. honest. But like, Back in the day, I was able to talk to a guy like it was nothing. I didn't. Ha- I mean, it didn't pick up right away, but eventually, I'm like, okay, he's cool. I mean, maybe he is my little crush. I don't know, but um, now I can't talk to the, the same way that I was back in the day. Mm. So, what what are some? If you could give me a few reasons, one or more mm-hmm. of like specific issues that you see like in the dating realm or that just makes dating harder these days because i know you said like it's just not as easy going as it used to be right maybe i guess you i guess you would have to highlight some issues in men maybe in men um i mean i guess they they only think about uh sex and netflix and all the time versus <laughs> trying to netflix and chill yeah okay <laughs> rather so than let's going out on a date at a dinner at a restaurant Okay, let's stop there. Okay. Men, so you think that men, the men you have encountered, they care. Not all men are all I like, so I can't say for everyone. But your experience. Right. Or some of your experience. Some, some, some. um, You think that men are more interested in the bedroom than anything else. Right. Okay. And they only see attraction, probably, yeah. Like, so they only worry about... um, I'm trying to make sure I understand. They only worry about the physical. Right. Okay. All right. Um, and then you said lack of courtship. Yes. Because I feel like you said no dates or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So um, they expect the woman to actually plan everything, basically. Okay. I don't see enough romance happening with a man doing it. I don't know if, if a man, is that that's their job, but. I think it should work both ways. You try and I try too. Don't right. let me only be one-sided only. Right. That's whack. <laughs> right. I feel like if you talk to a girl enough, 
you'll kind of know what she likes mm-hmm. to, to be able to make a decision. And as long as you make a decision and it's not like void of her opinion, right. then that's okay. But just make the decision. Right, right. So like, hey, is this place okay for you? Mm-hmm. Give her the opportunity to check it out. But at least you chose it. Right. At least you made the effort to look for somewhere that you thought she would like. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think it's... Men, they should learn the woman. They're not men are not trying to learn the woman how they what they are, what they like. They don't ask questions. They mm. just keep it moving, go with the flow. Okay. So one issue is too much physical attraction, too much sex, sex, sex. Mm-hmm. Second issue is lack of courtship, lack of romanticizing or whatever. If that's, I don't know if, if that's the, I don't mean either. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's a word. And what what's anything else you see? Um, I guess they have too much options around. Mm-hmm. Look at my, look at my, <laughs> I got options. Too much options. <laughs> I, I do think that too. Um, I think that, um, the options are far and mm-hmm. far and wide. It is. Um, if I could add a number four to your list, I would say that everybody is in their heads. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, everybody is attempting to get a one up on the other. Let, and let me tell you guys this. Even with me in the dating process now, because I've been trying to like actively engage in conversations with men and I'm in my head. Mm -hmm. I'm in my head when I'm texting. I'm in my head when I'm talking. And it's like. Do you think men think that way, too? Yes. They probably do. Probably far worse. Maybe. Because they always have to, you know, hey, how you doing? Hey, beautiful or Hmm. whatever. I don't know if they think about it as much as we do or I don't even want to say we. I'm crazy. <laughs> I'm very crazy. I'm very mental. Mm. I'm a Pisces. And I, I, you know, I don't like the astrology You're too crazy. much. But Pisces, we are really like annoying. Mm. Like we we overanalyze everything in this world. So for me, and y'all know I'm a writer. Mm-hmm. Like, so I'm a check. Like <laughs> I have to double check what I'm about to say a hundred times, damn. and to me that take that does take the fun out of it right. because it's like damn, just say what you want to say. Yourself, but I'm worrying about how this person is gonna receive this information. Mm-hmm. I never want this person to seem like I'm think I'm pressed. Mm. I don't want them to think I'm overly interested. But I also just want to be genuine and be myself. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Uh, meeting that balance is really hard especially in the dating realm now because I feel like now you want to um you just want to make sure you don't come off too pressed you want to make sure we in our heads too much right men and women we're in our heads and I remember like when I had dated this when I had started dating this boy (laughs) like a few years ago when we first met like the running joke was that we were getting married right um we it was like a joke like it was it, but it was like a cute flirtation thing mm-hmm. with us it was like we were getting married and um it was like who we gonna have in our wedding that's like jokes mm-hmm. we would tell and then like when we started like texting more i would still reference it and he would reference it sometimes too but i think the joke was getting a little played mm-hmm. out so i remember making a last reference to that joke and then i remember his response being like a little dry and i was like you know i'm kidding right <laughs> and he was like yeah i know you're joking and i'm just like i'm just making sure like that, because i don't i didn't want him to think like i'm being serious mm-hmm. like i know we're not gonna get married he and probably, we, he probably got scared and we ain't married now <laughs> so <laughs> so oh um, yeah but i just feel like yes we're always in our heads um etc cetera, etc cetera. see i like to be myself around a, a guy i don't want to be so perfect around them because if I, if I could be comfortable around you, then okay. I'm like, right. I, you, you. But when do you allow yourself that mm. that that freedom to be that comfortable? Because I feel I like... I think you just know as the conversation goes on. The vibe is there. You're talking. And then he's like reaching out here and there. You know, checking up on you. That That's how I know. Maybe for me. I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared to give my heart to the wrong one. That is true. Scared to give my heart that's to the wrong I, one again. That's why I got again. my heart, my guard up high so much because I'm afraid. That's how I don't I trust feel. guys. So I don't trust you. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. Um, I'm not kidding. Um, <laughs> Neither am I. I um I don't. I really don't trust you guys. And I I think also the older we get. It's re- when you're young, 
I think that you mentioned earlier that dating was easier, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you're younger. I also think that when you're dating when you're younger, it's not intentional. Mm-hmm. There's like not this pressure like this person could be mm-hmm. the one. This person could end up as my husband. This could, And I feel like once you cross over 30, there's this. And it's not mm-hmm. like we're not like this my husband this, but it's a subconscious thing that, that lives in us like he could be the one mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because at the at the end of the day females especially us we dating for a purpose right we're not dating to have a good time like when we were young mm-hmm. if we was young we link up blah 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 if it worked it worked and if it didn't we didn't really care it was just like all right on to the next one or pretty much I mean, I was tied down in my 20s, <laughs> but um, <laughs> that I was tied down at the wrong time. The I should have been time. out. I should have been out here living my life, <laughs> um, but I was tied down. But I just feel like there's more intention now with dating because so, you don't want anything temporary, temporary. Right. Mm-hmm. You don't want anything that's not going to help you in the long, long run. Right. Right. You want somebody for, for a lifetime. Basically, right. so you don't want to have to keep starting over and over. Oh, that's yeah. so. It's like, so. It's, it's not the the chit chat. It's not is easy. So <laughs> boring. The the beginning stages of dating uh, is butterflies like, and lies. I'm like, all right, let's get it over with. Like for real, <laughs> can we? Can you just tell me you love me so right. we can move on? Seriously, take I me on don't vacation. have time. <laughs> oh, what do you do for a living? Why are you single? Right. Why are you single? I'm single. Why are you so pretty to be single. Yeah. <laughs> What do you do? Right. What do you do? Why do you live? I'm tired. Listen. Yeah. I can't do it. I need. Let me not go on a rant about what I need. <laughs> but yeah, I um I don't know how we got here. Um, but uh, it was yeah, attraction. Yeah, attracting what we are and what's wrong in the dating room. Mm-hmm. That's what we were really answering. So yeah, I think we left off with like everybody like it's just in their head right um everybody's in their head and i think we should get out of our head and i also i'm gonna add a fifth one to the list and we're talking a lot (laughs) but um i'm gonna add a fifth one to the list what i will say is that i think that there is no follow through Mm -hmm. there's a lack of follow through i think that shout out to gene and mish again um because i listened to their recent podcast and i I think Mish said love is a choice. Yes, and is. I do believe that love is a choice. But I, I, what I tend to see now is that because we engage in relationship-like things, and I know the easiest answer there is sex, but that's not all I'm talking about. I'm just talking about emotions and talking and becoming close. We engage in these things before a relationship is start. Mm-hmm. A, a, a relationship starts a lot of times. So I feel like what happens is there's no follow through to the relationship stage or there's no follow through. Like when we were younger, Shirley, even when we were kids, we really need to take a page out of our middle school, high school book because it was nothing to be in a relationship for two weeks. (laughs) For two weeks. It was okay. Guess what? Because at least you make the commitment Y'all figure out what y'all like, what y'all don't like. Oh, this not the person. We, we talked for a little while. We decided to become girlfriend and boyfriend. Eh, mm-hmm. I'm not feel, I feel like nobody even wants to even do that at all anymore. Well, not nobody, but some they don't want to commit. They don't want to. Yeah, they don't want to commit. They don't want to follow through. And these could be situations where these could be situations where this is long term attraction. I'm not talking about. I'm not even talking about friends with benefits. I'm talking about long-term attraction because I think that's very different. You know, some people might say I'm biased, but I think that's very different. And it's like, dog, no follow through. Like, damn, you didn't even want to, you don't even want to see what it's like. You don't want to see what. They're just ghosts. What you don't want to see what being 100 with her will get you. Like, I think that's so weird. It is weird. That's so strange. Just um, but I honestly don't want to make this a single rant. <laughs> I don't want to make this a single rant because episode. Because trying to get somewhere. Yeah. Um, so the question before I was asking you what was wrong with the dating scene, mm-hmm. do we attract who we are? So if we are single to this day, to this day, <laughs> to this day if we're single, is that because we keep attracting men that are 
uh intrinsically at the end of the day they're the same as us mm. we ain't shit so <laughs> we can and to be oh I keep I keep asking you questions and cutting you off, Shirley. I, oh, no, well, not fine. cutting you off, but I keep talking. Um, I'm sorry. Shout <laughs> out to right. everybody who knows me on the This Is Thirty podcast because um, I do this a lot. Um, but what I was gonna say is, as much as I talk about men, y'all know my friends, my real friends know my experiences are very limited. They're very short. The list is very short. Mm -hmm. So what I will say is the men, even the the men that have done me wrong or the men where it didn't work out, I don't consider none of those men ain't shit men. Mm. Like as I know there's some ain't shit men out here, yeah. but nobody that I've ever dealt with, even though we may not see eye to eye in some areas or there may be issues, I don't look at them like they ain't shit. I think that I... It was Even, all a lesson for you, basically? Not necessarily was a lesson. I'm talking about their character. Okay. I think that they're decent people. Mm -hmm. I don't think they're assholes. Well, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I might have to double back on that. Yes. <laughs> but what I will say is I think that I don't want to put them in the category of ain't shit. Like I'm attracting ain't shit because I don't look at them like that. Right. Like that they ain't that's shit. What you looking for. Right. But if you, if you're attracting a man that is not following through, that is not trying to commit, that is all about the bedroom or that, that doesn't have his emotions in check or whatever the issue may be, doesn't mean that you also carry some of those qualities in yourself because that's usually the argument. I mean, most times, a lot of females, well, not all, we ignore the red flags all okay. the time. So maybe that's why we attract a lot of, you know, guys. Mm. Are so maybe it toxic. has nothing to do with us, but the things we ignore. Right. Okay. So, I mean, we all have our toxic ways. Right, <laughs> no right, matter right. What. Male, female. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for you yeah. to finish your point. <laughs> Yo, oh my god but i'm just saying like in general we are we're all toxic we're all toxic okay that's true because i but as, i don't think we attract that right away right so okay it's just the ignoring of what you see could be a problem and then that becomes more of a problem but what i'm what i'm trying to find out is why do we ignore those things we don't we love attention why we, do we don't we, we don't want to be lonely maybe we don't want to be lonely and we love attention from from a male, and we have our needs. <laughs> so <laughs> we rather just wait until we find somebody or whoever whoever has a, a a better potential for us, right? And then we'll give them that that chance. Man, what a sucky life! I know it sucks. We need to really put got, our foot down, but so we, that we we can. That's the thing. We have the upper power to do a lot of things, but we just choose not to. But you know. I don't know, because I'm still dating. I'm still learning. <laughs> I, I agree with you. I do think that their power is in our hands more than we think. But I also think that humans are humans. Right. So I feel like you never really feel like you're ignoring a red flag until you're completely done with the situation. Mm. When you're done with the situation, that's when you look back and be like, I should have paid attention to that. Mm -hmm. I knew from the beginning. But when you're in it, you almost think like I'm not even like I'm giving this person a chance, especially when there's red flags when you don't know people. For me, I know I like the way I analyze men is like because I'm going to notice negative stuff off bat. Mm -hmm. I'm, that's just, you know. You pick up on things. Uh, yeah, you're going you gonna to pick up stuff. But it's like, you kind of tell yourself, like, don't be a negative Nancy. That might be just a horrible it's quality. Mm -hmm. It's nothing. Uh, you know, continue to monitor it. Right. I think that's what we tell we ourselves. Put it, we put it in the back of our Yes. Like, mm -hmm, continue to monitor it and see if it be. And then a year later or six months later, it becomes the thing that mm. you should have paid attention right. to. Be, but because there are some people which one sign, they be out. Mm -hmm. I'm not really that type of person. I could be out with any guy. Really? <laughs> if I'm dating you, if I don't like the certain things about you and, and you're not trying to fix it. I'm not trying to pressure you to do something you don't want to, but if it ain't working, it's not working. You out. You're out. You got to change know. your ways. I know that's right. You know, you need growth. <laughs> you can't stay, stay. What if he has issues with you and he's just not as vocal about them? 
that happens often. A lot of guys don't speak mm-hmm. on, it, on anything until later afterwards. Like, they was just waiting on you to break up with them, basically. But I just feel like what I'm, what I feel like is, um, are they being patient with us when they don't bring up the things that bother uh, them about us? Or do they just not care? I, they care. They, they really care, but they just wait for a perfect opportunity to say something. Let's say if an argument argument happens, they're mm-hmm. gonna bring it up to your attention. Hey, that's this is why I, don't, I can't stay your ass. <laughs> why you act like this? Right. And then eventually, he's just like, I've leave. never been told anything bad by a man in my life. Really? Have you ever asked? No, because I know that I'm incredible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just kidding, and that was a joke. Mm-hmm. I've been told I've been told bad things. <laughs> I've been told the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've been told the worst, but. I've been told about myself. Yeah, I've so, been told about so it's, myself. It's great I've to been hear told the worst. certain things because you you try to improve in yourself for the next you know person that you decide to date or talk to. Yeah, um, I'm getting sad. Why? I don't know. I'm getting very sad now. I I'm mean, getting a little bit sad. So I don't know what we won't I'll be. be we won't be here for long. Somebody out there is for us. For the, real. For real. I don't I'm not getting sad. I'm just drained uh, because I feel like this conversation is repetitive. Um, is repetitive. Over and over. Yes. When when will when will men change? When will women change too? We can't put it all on men. When will we all change? When will we come together and because I and we're gonna talk a lot about this at the Love Me or Leave Me Alone mm, live podcast because I can't wait to tickets. break down the layers. Um, but we will talk about this more. Um, but I really just want us all to like make ourselves available for healthy relationships. Yes. And guess That's what, guys? All healthy relationships do not last forever. But guess what? They start. They start somewhere. Mm-hmm. A healthy relationship has to begin somewhere. And it does not have to, it doesn't mean it's going to last you forever. It doesn't mean it's going to end in marriage. Yeah. It doesn't mean it's going to end in an engagement. Sometimes they're there to teach us, but I think that a lot of what we're missing is the element of a secure and just a secure relationship. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what that's we're, we need. I think that's what we're missing. And I, I hate to talk about this because I feel like maybe our perspective is limited because we're single girls mm-hmm. and there are many females out here that are in happy relationships and good relationships with men. But what I find is that even the girls who are in happy relationships, they can acknowledge that what we're saying is truth, right. like about what they see. Mm-hmm. And I think that out here is probably in the 30 realm in our community too, we we don't make up the world, but celebrities be talking about this stuff. Like it's All not only us. Um, I feel like there's like a seventy thirty thing going on. Mm. Maybe thirty percent of the population is in good, healthy relationships, right. and seventy is not. Right. And we're not going to talk about the people that are in the seventy that are no. actually in relationships. We're not going to talk about we're that. Not, we're not. I'm not even going to take it there, because. <laughs> We yeah, we'll be here all day. Yeah. <laughs> we'll we'll be here all day. Um, but that's also what I want. I think also making sure that um, the the um, what is it called when you're tired? The fatigue mm-hmm. of dating doesn't lead you to make a premature decision that's not good for you. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people, once they get to a certain age or once they just get so tired, they're like, "Damn, this is it. I'm gonna take what I could get." I refuse to be single forever. <laughs> no, I refuse to settle. Oh, absolutely not. I refuse to settle. Oh no. Nah. If you don't rock my socks, <laughs> if you don't give rock me butterflies, let me over. <laughs> Shirley talking about something I'm not talking about. <laughs> um, nah, nah. but if you don't really make if you don't if if I don't light up when you come into a room, right. if I don't feel butterflies like when I see you after three years, five years, I don't want it. That's not a fairy tale to me. That's real life, mm-hmm. bro. I think that that can happen. It can. It, it happens can. for many people. It does. That's why you have to continue dating even after right. you, you, you have your, your person. 
I want to be in love with you from day 15. I'm mm-hmm. not going to say day one because I don't want you to think I'm crazy. From day 15 to day no, 5,000. We're going to start from the beginning <laughs> until whenever. Day one? Day one. Day one because we crazy. Yes. Because we're a little I crazy. Wanna, I want to be in a cloud nine. Yeah, I know? do. I do. I, I, I desire that and I think it's possible for us. Yes, it is. So look out for a GPS wedding coming to you 2022. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just waiting for the break. Because <laughs> we're hanging a little empty right now. <laughs> Oh yeah, I don't know who it's gonna be. It could be me. It could be Cheryl's. It could hey, be Geraldine. It could I'm be Pearls. Waiting. It could be Joanna. Somebody. I, I honestly don't know who it's gonna be, but it's gonna be one of us. I I bet you that. I'm ready to turn up. I bet you that mm-hmm. it's gonna be one of us. But yeah, thank you guys for listening to the This Is Thirty podcast, and thank you to Shirley for coming on the show. Oh, thank you for having me. I'm so honored. I really appreciate you coming, y'all. Make sure y'all get y'all tickets for the two year anniversary live yes. podcast at Dava. The uh the link for the tickets are in my bio on instagram mm-hmm. or you could just go to eventbrite.com and look up this is 32 year anniversary podcast because i do realize that some of y'all don't have like instagram mm-hmm. um so just go to eventbrite or if you need the link hit me up or something find somebody tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend tell a friend to send you the link and to listen to the this is 30 podcast peace peace out